The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? This is an awkward way to start the show, and I'll tell you why. Because you put me on a spot last time we had a podcast, and you said that uh, that I entertained you or cracked you up every time with the way I open the show, and now the pressure's on. I don't know how to open the show. <laughs> <laughs> but the point was that I liked it, and I enjoyed oh, no, no. it, and I was laughing. And I totally understand that, but it's still, it, I'm on the spot now. Okay, we'll start it. Come on. Let's go. Okay. Welcome to the program, boys and girls. It is the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. There you go. That's better. <laughs> and I'm all weirded out, but I am Joel Mahalik, so that must mean I'm in the right place, and therefore, you must be the lovely I Sharon. am the lovely Sharon. You must be. Well, you could be no other than the lovely Sharon. If I was anyone other than the lovely Sharon, then we have a problem. There would, Yeah, there would be a problem. That is uh, absolutely. Absolutely right. So, welcome to the program, folks. Uh, the web address is www.jmtalk.net. And on social media, you can get us at uh, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. And incidentally, I was. Um, uh, um, 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 I'm doing that on purpose because I was going to say, incidentally, I was, t- <laughs> I was told by someone. Uh, 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 this week um, that I do too much um, uh and ums and <laughs> um, did I was I the one that told no, you that? no no oh, no okay no. there's actually a son-in-law but here's the thing um <laughs> that one was not now, even, like the other every ones were on time you say um yeah, you're gonna be self-conscious about it right that exactly one, that one was actually for real it wasn't like the the other eight were subconscious but I listen to talk radio during a day at work okay I listen to the local news station uh, 1150 WDEL. And the hosts on there do the same things. Like, I thought, and I used to beat myself up on like, like that because our producer yeah. would also point that out. Right. And I spent a lot of time working on how to not do that anymore. And I thought I was fairly successful, but apparently I'm not. But now, after he had said that, I realized, notice I paused there because I didn't want to say, um. <laughs> I realized that, you know, the people on the talk radio station here in Wilmington do the same thing. So I told him, I said, I feel like I'm in good company. Well, there you go. <laughs> and there I go. Cause if you're in good company, then that automatically puts that's, me in good company. That's right. right? So you can also email us at Joel radio at gmail.com. All this available on the website and you should subscribe to the program because we're on every major podcast and network, which brings me to last week. I did a tease, and I said I, we had a big announcement. Now I did put it on Facebook the other day because I don't. I didn't think it mattered. I was going to wait and put it on Facebook, but uh, we had mentioned a couple of episodes ago that Amazon Music was putting together a podcasting 
they were going to start featuring podcasting. And we applied in the early stages. Yeah. And we were accepted. Yeah. So you can now, you can log on to your Amazon account, go to Amazon Music, and you can search for the Joel Mahalik Show featuring a lovely Sharon and listen. It's there. It's a very beautiful page. It very is. Very clean and crisp. Mm. And in fact, I didn't make a- I like clean and crisp. It is clean and crisp. I didn't even make a custom banner like I usually do when I promote stuff on the website. I actually just used the Windows 10 snipping tool and I just kind of sliced out the, oh, the top, a top portion of the page well. because it was just perfect. And that included the Amazon Music thingy McBobber. Yeah. And I posted that on Facebook with the verbiage. Is, the, it, is it verbiage or verbiage? Verbiage. Well, what, well, what's the I for? V-E-R-B-I-A-G-E. Don't test me. I was good at spelling bees. It's verbiage. So was I. It's verbiage. No. Verbiage. <laughs> it's verbiage. Verbiage. It's verbiage. Gosh darn it. You <laughs> leave me without... Your devices. My devices. I do not have them near you me. You have an iWatch. I'm naked. Oh, I do. Yeah, but I can't search on that. <laughs> There is I an mean, icon uh, for the internet yeah, just because you can't do it. Yeah, wait you know, a minute. Well, uh, get your verbiage Hold right. on. I'm going to get my <laughs> verbiage on. <laughs> I just have to figure out which icon is for the internet. <laughs> oh, my Lord. This wow. is funny. Look. And you got your... Look at all of these icons. Can you see these people? Yeah, I think they put too oh, many on Oh, my goodness. There. I think they put too many on there. Yeah, but like for real, which one is the internet? I don't know. I don't know. So we watched earlier before podcasting today. And, I, you know, I, I know, I realize I used to say, you know, we are, uh, whenever you listen to this, it, I'm not going to say it anymore. Earlier, before we started pod- recording, we watched John Q. And I think that movie was made in 2005, 2006. Yes. And you know, uh, we, we, had, we were making some comments about the movie during the movie. And it, one of them being that I whoever made that movie made the hell out of that movie. I yeah, mean, they really did. You know, the the actors, um, the, the script writing, everything really puts you in, right in there with them. Yeah, And the absolutely. crisis that's going on. Uh, if you haven't seen it or you never heard of it, it's a movie about uh, a family who, I guess the son, uh, develops a heart issue. He needs a heart transplant. And uh, they find out that their HMO doesn't cover... Uh, the, the the procedure and everything because it's a quarter of a million dollars and then and it's, the movie's like 14 years old so I don't care if I'm giving away spoilers and yeah right I mean for he real. ends up taking the emergency wing of a hospital and the doctor who you was, know, supposed was supposed to, to do, do the, the surgery yeah takes them all hostage and etc cetera, etc cetera. and I'll leave, I'll leave the rest now to you to go out and watch it if you've never seen it right. Um, but but, an excellent movie. Yes, and uh, it was. And written, I forgot how excellent because it had been. It had been a long so time. long since we've seen yeah. it. Yeah, it's been a and, minute. And I did catch you tearing up a little bit, as I said. Yeah. It brings you right into the crisis at hand. Yeah. But that yeah. movie was written for you and made for like a baby. Okay, to accentuate the problem with healthcare way back then. Yeah. Which is still an issue. Back when HMOs were a thing. HMO, the insurance where people purchase to die. Yeah. You know, and uh, and so the, some of the statements they were making, which is true, is that HMOs, the doctors are encouraged 
to not treat major stuff to save the insurance companies from putting out the money and then the money that they save the doctors get bonuses bonuses and lush gifts and things of that nature uh during the course of i guess the end of the year and you know you see and, and and of course the pharmaceutical thing is a mess and when we used to go to the doctors i'm old enough to remember before this pandemic when we used to go to the doctors yeah, yeah, <laughs> and right. And we were sitting in the office, and you see these pharmaceutical reps come in, you know, dressed to the nines, silk sure, suits, sure, you know, and women in nice pencil dress, uh, pencil suits. And what? Whoa, 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 whoa! A pencil, uh, a pencil suit is a, an A-line suit where there's, you know, you have your dress and it was straight down, you know, your, I mean, your skirt. And that, it just went straight down. You had your jacket that was straight down. Oh, that was called. In, in women's fashion, that's called a pencil suit. I thought maybe because the suit was made out of lead, so they didn't get damaged by the x-rays. No, it was it was made out of pencils. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the people wearing it I walk mean, like a pencil. I don't, I mean, I, I'm maybe not very like fashionable myself, but I do know a little bit about fashion. Well, that's Don't why test I stopped me you. I, no, that's why I stopped you because I knew you would know something about it. Yeah, something. A and you bit. could certainly offer up. Uh, so, I but, did. But again, and and this is the same thing with the pharmaceutical companies. You know, push these products, and because and that whole thing's out of control. We can do we can do an entire show. I've done entire shows on behind the mic on medical and pharmaceutical yes. issues so yeah. if you ever really want to nothing much has changed we can tell you so you could always go back into that library and you can find some really good episodes where we hammered those issues to death yes you did so how's the painting going i was telling folks last week that the that we're painting yeah and that i'm being forced to paint right yeah, actually you were held hostage and not only that not only was i forced to paint held hostage however you want to put it but it's the trim work it's not like i'm sitting there with an extension pole rolling the main part of the walls whoa whoa (laughs) as the man you are supposed to take the harder jobs let me tell you something if i was getting if i was getting paid for it and hourly i would be there with a brush from a uh my vert my first watercolor starter kit the little brush ages five to eight yeah, that little tiny, that little tiny brush, and I would be edging like that. You know, just if I was getting paid by the hour, I'd be there I with that little tiny brush, and I would not get anything on the wood trim and nothing anywhere else. It would just be nice and, oh yeah. Ah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me not to pay you to paint. <laughs> no, because I would. That, <laughs> I'm no, but you, you did a really good job, and it's a mess. What kind it, of good job it, is that? It's a you, mess. Well. I, in order to finish, need to um, have you move furniture. I know, which is going to require me to be about 25 years younger. Uh, and um, I know, and, but it's and, got and, and, and to be in, done. And in shape, which I'm, I mean, I'm in shape. Round is a shape, so I mean, I am in shape. But I know, uh, I agree. I, I am know, too. It does have to get done. It really does. And, and I, have some and I was about looking that, forward right to now. doing it tomorrow. However, um, get Molly to help you. She just sits around here lazy eating chicken chicken snacks all day. I know that lazy bitch. She can help you do something. <laughs> I get it. She's a female <laughs> dog. <laughs> She's uh, a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
Okay. We gotta talk about this. Okay, what are we talking about today? Let me unlock my iPad here. So, uh, this past Monday night, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued some new guidelines to help families stay safe during this Halloween. Now, let me let me preface this by saying, because, you know, everybody's an expert on social media. Right. And there's all kinds of memes. But everything and, is true on right. the internet. All kinds of memes and videos and people just compl- generally complaining that the CDC does not write policy. They don't make the laws, and they're not the federal government. Right. And the f- or they might be able to, the federal government has does not tell us how Halloween runs. <laughs> so let me say this again: these are new guidelines to help families stay safe during Halloween. Let, let me let me before you continue. Before I continue. Okay. Let me stress to people. I'll be back. Guides, guidelines. Okay. They are suggestions. Right. They are not the law. Right. Okay? Right. There is a very big difference between a suggestion and the law. So, you may continue. And when the CDC puts out guidelines, now local local governments and councils and stuff like that will take those things under advisement to make suggestions because they are the ones that sort of run these events. Absolutely, and I agree. So now that we got that out of the way, just to make sure people understand what guidelines are and that, you know... And Not that, the law. And now it's time for them to get mad. <laughs> okay. So the guidelines include a list of ranking the relative risk of certain traditions like trick-or-treating and pumpkin carving, while some are a go and others are a no. Before they issued the guidance, some cities had already started to limit festivities. We know that because we spoke briefly about it, and we're seeing yes. it every day. Yes. Uh, Los Angeles, for instance, first banned trick-or-treating, then downgraded, downgraded its prohibition to a recommendation. Now, uh, so here we go. Go into a pumpkin patch, moderate to high risk. If you're planning on going to a pumpkin patch or an orchard, you should make sure people use hand sanitizer before touching pumpkins or picking apples. Because pumpkins and apples are dirty. Wear masks and maintain social distancing, according to the CDC. Higher risk activities at the pumpkin patch include hay rides or tractor rides with others, as well as indoor haunted houses. Now that is going to be a financial problem for a lot. Uh, because, you know, yes. over, over the years, I, w- I would venture to say over the past couple of decades... Haunted house attractions have become all the rage. Absolutely. All the rage. Especially at Halloween. Right. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) the CDC also says that you should not travel far to get to a pumpkin patch as you risk potentially spreading the virus to other communities. Stop the spread. Practice coronavirus courtesies. 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 Don't. (laughs) <laughs> Don't spread the Rona. Yeah. Uh, carving pumpkins, low risk. This is perfectly safe activity if you're carving with just the people who live in your house. What? Yeah. Or you can also carve outside with neighbors and friends as long as everyone remains six feet apart. I'm wearing masks and gloves. Attending Halloween parades. Moderate risk. If you're going to go, be sure that protective masks are used and people can remain more than six feet apart, according to the CDC. I can't get through. 
Uh, going to Halloween parties is a moderate to high risk. A small outdoor socially distanced Halloween party is a relatively good way to celebrate the holiday, according to the CDC. Well, thanks, CDC, All right. for telling us that it's a good way to celebrate the holiday. The CDC does not recommend any indoor parties of any kind. Oh, no. Right. So we have to cancel our party? <laughs> we haven't had a Halloween party in a minute. Uh, please we, stop saying that. <laughs> we used to. Oh, my goodness. We used to have one every year. Yes, we did. <sighs> Wearing costumes and masks. What? You Mo can't. Moderate risk. Wow. While the costumes themselves are not necessarily dangerous, a costume mask is not a substitute for a cloth mask. However, wearing, wearing a face mask underneath the costume mask can be dangerous because it may not be as breathable. <sighs> okay, we're running out of time here. So trick-or-treating, moderate to high risk. For the safest form of trick-or-treating, the CDC recommends one-way trick-or-treating where individually wrapped goodie bags are lined up for families to grab and go while continuing the social distance, such as at the end of the driveway or at the edge of a yard. How about in the edge of the river? <laughs> okay, wait. Um, how many families are only going to take one treat? Right. If you put treats out and line them up like that, well, you have to stand. You up. know, one family is just going to arm sweep the whole thing into their bed. Not if you're sitting out on your porch, socially distanced, with a scatter gun in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> the traditional form of trick or treating with kids going door to door is high risk and should be avoided. It's also important to note that if people are screaming, they should be further than usual because they're screaming their germs all out all over the place. Oh, my goodness. So don't scream. No screaming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to post a link to this uh, story about the CDC guidelines because uh, uh, that way you... SMH. That's all <laughs> I got to say. That way you know what's coming down the pike because municipalities will... Um, will formulate policy around these suggestions, just like the federal government made policy decisions based on you know early days of the pandemic. Right. And um, I, it's funny because I did not read this story. Oh. I did not read this story before right now. Oh. And on the way home today, thinking that I had the story saved for the for the recording tonight. Yes. I thought to myself about that bag thing, and I was like. Yeah, we could take like two little pieces of candy, put it in a little baggie, oh my God. put them in a box and stand outside. And that way they can come up and take a little baggie with like... With two little pieces? With like one of those melt mints you like and maybe a Hershey's Kiss. Oh my Lord. <laughs> right, People, gonna, <laughs> I live with this. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and when we come back more, including <laughs> the Wombat of the Week in the next segment. Later on, Honor Thy Heroes. And and more stuff. All right, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> we'll be back. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojanate called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. 
Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, folks, to the show. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And we're back live. No, we're Memorex, actually. Do you remember those commercials? I do. Is it live or is it Memorex? Or is it Memorex? And if you don't know what that means, go look it up. Yeah. It's amazing the old stuff you'll find on YouTube. I know, right? It's just amazing. You know, friends of mine that I visit, um, I give them old sayings. What say what sayings I know is to be old they've never heard. Okay. Like, like throw one at me. All right. Dime store hooker. Wow. They never heard of that. I haven't heard that one in a while. Right? I was gonna say a minute, but I didn't want to get punched. Right. I would punch you too. <laughs> I have really I haven't heard that one in a while. I know. Wow, dime store hooker. That's just one of the recent ones. And I will go to the next person and say, did you hear this? No. Well, you know, some people uh, are... Um, it, and it's a lot of sayings, like a lot of sayings that people are like, that I would think that everybody knows, you know? That's why I'm telling because you... Because our parents use these sayings for, on us. I'm telling you, we could use cursive as a secret code I know. Against the younger generation. Yeah, that's true. If that's a, a, true. if we had all the car manufacturers make stick shifts and we wrote in cursive, we would cripple the entire younger generation. Wow. Yeah. I know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, back to the... I have a joke for you. Okay. Yes, I have a joke for you because Sharon loves my jokes. Uh-huh. Did you hear the one... Can you see my eyes rolling? <laughs> Did you hear the one about the Buddhist that went to the hot dog stand? No. He told the guy, he said, make me one with everything. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I need a rim I shot mean, sound effect in here. <laughs> if, if, I mean, I have a joke if you want a joke. No, this is bad. This is the bad joke section. Oh, okay. Bad joke. Not dirty okay. joke section. No, it's not dirty. It's not dirty. It's actually pretty funny. But I won't do it now because it's too long. <laughs> Um, we have to talk, um, 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 we have to talk about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, okay. What's yes. going on with that? Well, it won't be live. What? Yes, due to COVID-19. COVID, 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 COVID. Yeah, I, I sound like Marsha Brady. COVID, COVID, COVID! <laughs> <laughs> due to COVID-19. Um, you will be able to watch it on TV. It's going to be televised all over the place. But portions of it will be re- will be pre-recorded. Okay, the biggest difference is no live vans. They're going to pre-record over two days uh, most of the parade. It will not be on its normal parade route. 
uh, which means you won't see people lined up. Also, they'll be requiring all participants to wear face coverings and practice social distancing, all of which is from its 4th of July fireworks COVID-19 program in New York. Um, the parade will be reducing the overall number of participants by approximately 75%. Uh, and no one will be participating under the age of 18. That's... So that's how the Macy's, uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade will be doing this year. <laughs> Life as we know it, it you know, it, it, it's going oh, belly no, up. I'm so sorry, baby. It's going, it, it's going belly up. It's going to be on NBC TV uh, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. It will be on YouTube, Hulu, I'm sorry, Hulu Plus. It's going to be on Univision. It's going to be in Spanish. It's going to be on Verizon's YouTube channel. Uh, anywhere you want to watch it on Thanksgiving morning. Wow. It just won't be live. You know, I mean, the sporting events now don't have crowds. The parades aren't going to have crowds. Trick-or-treating's canceled. Santa Claus is staying in the Bahamas. I mean, there's all this stuff is going on don't here. Don't tell me Santa Claus is not participating either. It doesn't say anything about that. I just meant that, you know... I, as I said on our last program, it, it will not take long for them to reach into Christmas and start stealing Christmas. Oh, for real. And then we'll find out who is the real Grinch that stole Christmas. COVID-19 is. <laughs> COVID-19 is the Grinch that stole Christmas. Right. Now, if another show takes that thought out of this podcast without credit, I'm beating some ass. I know. I see it all the time. Well, I listen to some of the old shows from behind the mic uh, every once in a while, and I always go, you know what? We said that first. We said that first, and then this person stole it, and right. then that person stole it. When you and I had Ash Ranch, we coined the phrase Brothers of Destruction about Kane and Undertaker. Two weeks later on Raw, it's a Brothers of Destruction! Right? I mean, you That's know. That's the truth. We're, right. like, we're, we're like everyone's muse. We're the muses. <laughs> But get no credit. <laughs> right. No credit. No money. No dinero. Right. No dinero. <laughs> right. No dinero. No dinero. Right. So that's how the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is going to be different. It, wow. I, it, to me, it's going to look weird. 75% less participants. Right. Is, and, and no, no crowds. No crowds. Is it even going to be... Cold. Uh, is it worth... <laughs> is it going to be white? Cold. <laughs> I don't know. Is it worth uh. it? I don't know. It's not going to be the same. This has been a. This is the ninety fourth year of this parade. Right. Ninety fourth. Ninety fourth. Because you remember when it, you remember you remember. Do you remember when it started and that's the original I do. Santa Claus got drunk. I do. And then the real Santa Claus had to step in. I know. And then they took Wait, him to court. No, that was <laughs> <laughs> Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, baby. <laughs> I know what movie that is. Oh man! Okay, uh, all right. Well, you know that's it. Halloween, Thanksgiving, in the tubes, Black Friday being canceled here and there, which I, that doesn't mean crap to me. Oh no, it means everything to me. Uh, I, I don't it know. Means... I, I don't know how you can feel that way with the way things have been going. Like people are like crazy out there. They've always been crazy out there every year at Black Friday. Yes, yes. But now you have people who are out there with the sole purpose to cause harm. Why would you want to participate in that well, kind of fiasco this year? I wouldn't want to participate in that kind of fiasco. 
However, cha-ching online. Yeah, online. That's what that's that's what that's, I do. I know. That's what I do. And honestly, or if I'm going to be a hundred percent honest, I think I was out on Black Friday four five years at max ago no in total oh, okay out and, and participating in black friday and standing in a massively long line because yeah. we had that black friday incident here where we discovered what fishies means to a dog oh yeah which was your fault no it wasn't no it was the cat's fault yeah it was that's right that's right see you quick to blame me. <laughs> <laughs> See what I get, people? So anyway, let's do the Wombat of the Week. Okay, quick, And it's quick, not quick. the Macy's Day people. Come on. So uh, the Wombat of the Week, if you want to participate, this is our... Uh, what we're going to do... What? Okay. What, we're gonna, what we do with the Wombat of the Week is we pay homage. We honor. We actually honor stupid people doing stupid things and it winding up in the news. So if you want to participate in this uh, uh, celebration each week, all you got to do is send us the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things and send it to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or on Facebook at JM Talk or on Twitter at JM Talk Radio <laughs> or, or you can attach it to a pigeon's leg and send it this way. Carrier, Whatever you want to. Carrier pigeon. There you carrier go. Carrier pigeon. Yep. Is, is that the TV? Yeah, it is. Because it sounds like A-L-E-X-A uh, or something. Yeah. That's, that's Either that or it's a police band radio. They're outside our door. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Open up. All right. So that's how you participate. Get us those stories. Uh, and uh, So here's an example. If you're new to it, here's an example. This week's one by the Week goes like this. Man accidentally shoots himself in a store checkout line. What? Yes. Let me tell you about this. Okay. This, this is uh, this is hot off the flashalert.net website where wow. police blotters are sent. Okay. Uh, on uh, this past Sunday at about seven, I got to translate this now because it's written in police speak. <laughs> uh, this past Sunday uh, at approximately seven thirty-six p.m., uh, Lincoln City police officers responded to McKay's Market in Lincoln City on a res- on a response of a re- of a reported gunshot wound. Upon arrival, it was discovered that a male. Who's identified as, we have to identify him because he's the one by the week. Identified as 29-year-old Nicholas J. Ellenford of Lincoln City has sustained an accidental self-inflicted gunshot wound to his groin area. Oh my God. And his life. I knew that was going to happen. Investigation revealed that Ellenford was inside the store and as he was waiting in the checkout line, he unholstered a Glock 9mm semi-automatic pistol from his waistband so that he could show it off to a friend as Ellenford was placing the firearm back in the front of his pants near the zipper and button areas. He accidentally pulled the trigger, causing the firearm to discharge. The bullet entered into Ellenford's groin area before exiting at the lower thigh of his leg, narrowly missing his femoral artery. Uh, Officers on scene were on scene immediately rendered first aid before the medics showed up. They took over treatment. He was transported to the hospital where he was immediately flown via life flight to a uh, legacy hospital in Portland, Oregon. 
Uh, no one else was injured in the incident. However, criminal investigation is ongoing as Ellenford did not have a concealed handgun license and his act was found to be reckless, yes, since it placed other people in danger. Can you so, hear me just shaking my yeah. head? So and now that's what I'm doing. I'm just shaking my head. And now we comment on stuff like this, like uh, um, if you don't if you don't have a license to carry concealed, why are you carrying? I mean, you know, there, so there's going to be more that comes out. We may never hear what else comes out, but if you don't have a concealed carry permit, I would have to say there's a 50-50 shot. And I'm not trying to be ignorant to people who do carry. Um, because I, I open I open carry. We're in an open carry state. But I'm going to say there's a 50-50 yeah, shot. You don't open carry to a store. I haven't, but I can. But there's a 50-50 shot that there's more to this. Like maybe he's not even supposed to have a handgun. Yeah. Because why are you That's carrying it concealed thinking. without a permit? <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right off the bat, I unfortunately have to feel... That you have ill intent because here's the thing i belong to groups you know okay. uh, of gun enthusiasts uh delaware open carry organization i belong to them like so i communicate regularly with like-minded people who are intelligent about guns right and they know the ethics and they know what the rules should and shouldn't be and they're the law-abiding citizens right right exactly so these are the people that you don't need to worry about. It's the people that are doing things that are against the law, like carrying a concealed weapon without a concealed weapon permit. They're the ones that you have to, unfortunately, be suspect about. Because you just don't know. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? And they be they may be harmless as they'll get out. Absolutely. But, but you don't know. Right. You set a precedence for yourself. Right. That says, hey, I may be... I, I may be endangering myself. Like, I may belong in a rubber room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess the first thing is, don't carry a handgun if you're not supposed to, carrying it concealed. And it's it's interesting because it says earlier in the story that he unholstered the Glock, but then later on he stuck it down in front of his pants. Why would he unholster? Why would he not put it back in the holster? Well, I mean, unholstered, when I, when I look at this twice... Unholstered could just mean the act of pulling it from its wherever it's residing. Like if I, like if I'm open okay. if I'm open right. if I, I if point. I'm open carrying and then we get into the car, I have to unholster, and the pistol has to be either on in the, the center console or on the dash. Yeah. Where now they make a mechanism you attach to your lower dash, like right by your leg if you're oh, driving, yeah. so you can and it'll magnetize. It has to be where you can. Where it, the, an officer, if they pull you over, you tell him that you're open carrying, and he can see it. Right. You know, again, this is a common and courtesy. And it's not loaded. The, the bullets must be in your trunk. That's if you're transporting it. Well, obviously you're transporting yeah, but, it yeah, but, if you have it in the car. I have to check Correct? On, I have to check on that. As far as open carry I, goes, mm -hmm. what good is a handgun if your bullets are not check, in it? Check in Delaware, I'm telling you. The, bu the bullets must be in your trunk. Your ammo they'll be must... In my, they'll be in my trunk right here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ammo must be in the trunk. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, whether he had a holster or not, depending on whether this is used as a verb or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, don't stick it down the front with the safety off. Oh, my God. And your finger on the trigger. 
What a moron. He might have. What if he shot his penis off? Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. Then that would have been a bad day. Uh, yeah. So let's see. His name was what? Nicholas J. Ellenford of Lincoln City. You are the wombat of the week. Idiot. I couldn't help myself. I mean, you know, because people like him make people like us look bad. Yeah. You know? <sighs> and you don't pull it out in a checkout line to show your friend. Okay? One of the first cardinal rules of... Well, he was carrying a concealed, so it's even st more stupid. It's even stupider. Stupider. Yes. That's how <laughs> stupid it is. It's stupider. Wow. Okay. But one of the cardinal rules is, like, with open carry, mm -hmm. pretend it's not there. Act as if it's not there. Yeah. Because if you create attention to it, other people's attention will go to it. Exactly. You know, nine out of ten times, nobody gives a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um... But just because you're in an open carry state does not mean... You can open carry in a store. Right. A store can have a sign up that says yes. no carry. Yes. No guns. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Yes. Okay. So anyway, one bad of the week. So Yay. get us your stories. Send them to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. The lovely Sharon is waiting for your stories. I am. Right? Please send me your stories. <laughs> Uh, you've heard it from the boss Send herself. Me she said it. Your story. She said it. So. Yep. Um. Okay. So I guess uh, you're I, leaving, and yeah. I have to continue by myself for some reason. I do have uh, honor thy heroes is coming up. We honor a new hero every week. Yep. That's coming up in the next segment. Probably one last thing because I have no participants sitting here with me <laughs> and plenty of time. Where it's either going to be dead air or I'm going to have to do one last thing. And something else. I don't know. I got things in the wing. Oh, my Lord. So, do you hear this, people? So we'll see what happens. He's trying to convince me to stay. But in the meantime, you might as well say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. There you go. Sharon's going to take her leave. The lovely Sharon's going to take her leave. I'm going to grab a drink, get ready for the final stretch, and I'll meet you all back here. In about 90 or less seconds, right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the show, folks. It's the Joel Mahal Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And thanks for hanging out. Uh, the lovely Sharon has departed off to other things. And it's me and you in the studio here uh, finishing up the final stretch. Got a couple of things going on in this last part. 
Um, uh, interesting thing. Uh, we have a real-life Willy Wonka on our hands. Uh, I have one last thing that has to do with the new Windows iOS 14. And uh, in between that, we're going to talk about the Honor Thy Heroes segment and honor a new hero or heroes. And you have to wait and find out whether that'll be singular or plural. So uh, first, let's talk about this. Um, let's talk about the founder of Jelly Belly, right? Jelly Belly, it makes the jelly beans, the gourmet jelly beans, all the neat stuff. And they do make good jelly beans. I don't like the weird flavors and the gross flavors and all like that, but they do make really good jelly beans. Well, the founder of Jelly Belly is getting ready to retire, and he's decided to leave the candies industry with a bang, and he's doing it by placing Willy Wonka-style golden tickets out into the world for people to hunt for. David Klein, a.k.a. the Candyman, has started going across the USA hiding golden tickets attached to necklace chains in places where he comes across an interesting story. Described as a boots-on-the-ground treasure hunt, they plan to release a riddle to help you find these golden tickets in each of the 50 states. With the golden ticket treasure hunt, our goal is to get people out and about with their families. Uh, grandpa and grandma can even join with the kids and the grandkids, according to Klein. Interesting that they're doing this amid a pandemic where people are told not to go out and about. But I digress from that. That's not the subject of the story. So you can sign up for one of these treasure hunts at the goldenticket.com website, and each of the 50 golden tickets is redeemable for, for $5,000 in cash. Some of the states have already sold out. There's a cost of $49.99 to enter, but all it takes is one entry to be included in the grandest hunt of all, and this is where it gets really Willy Wonka-ish. Anyone who joins... At least one treasure hunt will be eligible to search for the ultimate treasure, the ownership deed to a candy factory in Florida, and all expenses paid trip to be educated in candy making at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. The big event begins after all the states have had a chance to play, and as of 9-14 last week, um, this has all been updated as of 9-14. So... What do you think of that? I mean, you know, this is <laughs> this is directly from the screen, so to speak. Usually it's real life events that infuse or influence stories, television, and movies, right? Or even music. But here you have a book and a movie that sort of is influencing real life. And can you imagine? Um, I don't even know how that works. I mean, okay, you're going to retire. But for your life's work, you have to get something out of it. So I'm sure there's got to be something where he still makes his royalties. He still he wants to live, right, after retirement. Uh, so he, But yeah, he's doing the Willy Wonka thing here. And um, he's giving away uh, his... Now uh, it says... It, now here's the thing. D2A Candy Factory in Florida. It doesn't say, like, it doesn't say the whole company. It just says, so it makes you wonder, okay, so is it like a franchise? <laughs> is it like a franchise? I wish there was more to the story, but I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I would bring it to your attention. It's, you know, we like to keep things as light as possible when we can here on the program. 
And, uh, and this was such a sweet story. <laughs> no pun intended. It was a very sweet story. And uh, I'm not going to go out and play, but that would be pretty cool, right? Kind of strike your luck. And become the owner of a Jelly Belly candy factory in Florida? Whoo! I mean, that almost sounds really, really good, right? Sounds tasty anyway. All right, let me get a drink. I'm by myself, I have to talk more. The lovely Sharon leaves me high and dry-throated. Anyway. So we'll put that story over here in the... This needs to be burned. Fuel for the fire. Which, if you haven't noticed, fall is upon us. Or at least it's been for, I would say, a solid week. Heading for a solid week of fall weather. Which is interesting because I usually, the way I usually describe it is, I, I love spring, I love fall, but unfortunately we have very short springs and very short falls. And what happens is, we get this nice autumn weather, right? And then like two weeks later, bam, it's wintertime. And then spring comes and you get like one or two weeks of nice spring weather, you got spring fever and bam, heat wave. So these are the things that I worry about. But it's been very nice. And I think we're getting close. I mean, we've been dipping into the 40s at night, so that's not too bad. And I think that one of the reasons why that's not too bad and we haven't turned on the fireplace or anything yet is because I think we have been conditioned, right, by by climate. And I'm not, I'm not talking about climate change. The climate. It's cyclic. You know, I, 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 I'm more of a realist. So I'm not saying that... You know, we're all going to die because of climate change and we're ruining the earth. We are ruining the earth, but it's also, it. science says it's cyclic. So, but I think in this region at least, and maybe you have in your region, wherever you've been all your life, you might have been conditioned to that weather. And so, 40 degree weather doesn't feel so bad for us. And it's almost like it's got to get to the 20s before we're really like, whoo, it's cold out here, you know. So, uh, less wood that I have to burn. So anyway, let's move on to Honor Thy Heroes. Uh, Honor Thy Heroes is where we pick a new hero or heroes each week. Everyday people doing extraordinary things for other people. That, to us, is a hero. So heroes don't always wear a badge. They don't always wear a cape. They can be anybody. They can be your next-door neighbor. They can be somebody in your family. We encourage you to send your stories of everyday people doing great things for other people and send them to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. And that way we can honor them on this segment each week. Today I want to talk about a boy who donated 22,000 diapers to single moms using funds from his lemonade stand. That's right. That's right. 11-year-old Cartier Carey uh, who uh, set up a lemonade stand in the summer. Um... And he's not using his profits to get his first savings account, or he's not saving up to buy himself anything special. Instead, he's he's investing it back into his Hampton, Virginia community. His goal, he set out to do, helping single mothers in need. With all the stress and financial uncertainty brought on by the pandemic, Carrie decided to focus on the basics, diapers and wipes. He doesn't want to spend any of his money on himself, according to his mother, Brittany Stewart. He just wants to continue to keep buying diapers and giving each day. So the idea for the project took root while Carrie was visiting his grandmother, who lives in one of the area's more economically depressed neighborhoods. Uh, so 
uh, he was observant to the fact that, uh, I mean, women are still raising children on their own without fathers. And he just wanted to help. He wanted to help these moms. So by the end of this past July, 11-year-old Carrie raised close to $5,000 via the lemonade stand and from donations and distributed close to 6,500 diapers. As of September, earlier this month, 22,000 diapers, and he's close to achieving his goal of delivering 25,000 diapers to single women in need who need them, raising their children. And he's no stranger to worthy causes. Before becoming a lemonade mogul, if you will, he launched another community initiative dubbed Cardi Packs, care packages for the homeless that contain such essentials as deodorant, soap, tissue, and even hand warmers for when the weather got cold. Last year, Carrie founded his own nonprofit, Kids for Change 757, to help the community and make the community better. 11 years old, and he started a nonprofit to help his community. Carrie says that his greatest joy comes from knowing he's made a difference and seeing how much his efforts have meant to the people he strives to serve. When one mom who'd been in the beneficiary of his good deeds broke down in grateful tears and gave him a big hug, he was truly moved. Uh, you know, we could take a lesson from uh, this young lad. Because think about that. Think, uh, it's so simple a task. If you think about that on a very small scale, right? You know a mother in need. You go out, you buy them a pack of diapers. Now, exponentiate that. So, he, he 11 years old. At 10, he formed a nonprofit. At 11, he has a goal of delivering 25,000 diapers to women in need, raising single women in need, raising children. And he's 3,000 diapers right now from his mark. And we're talking about people that are shooting themselves in the groin and cutting off their arms to try to scam insurance companies, all grown adults that are idiots. And here's somebody who's not old enough to work and has a nonprofit. And he's busy trying to make things better in his own community. I love this kid. This is awesome stuff. This is amazing stuff. And so Cartier Carey, 11 years old. Sir, you are our recipient of the Honor Thy Heroes Award this week on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And everybody in your community of Hampton, Virginia should be very thankful for the stuff that you've done, the stuff that you're doing, and I can only imagine, and I hope there's a way that I could find out I'm going to look up this organization because I would like to get updates on what you're going to be doing. This is amazing stuff. Uh, so thank you very much for your for your uh, um, service to your community, young man, and keep up the good work. That is Honor Thy Heroes. And uh, as I said, get your stories in for Honor Thy Heroes because we'd love to hear about more people like that that just – for no other reason than to want things to be better. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine an 11-year-old saying, I just want things in my community to be better than they are? 
So I'll do something about it. Amazing. Okay. That brings us to one last thing. And because I knew I was going to have time for this. So it, <clears throat> this past week, iOS 14 has dropped. Now, it's not an automatic download for your iPhone or iPads. Okay, yeah, you have to go get it. It's there. You just have to go in there and get it. At some point, it will just be pushed, like any other update, right? Microsoft, Apple. Eventually, they'll push the updates. But one of the things that people are raving about with this update, now, I haven't even toyed around with mine yet. I just downloaded it yesterday. Haven't even looked at feature one. I just, for the purpose of making sure my devices are patched, I downloaded the update, okay? But one of the biggest differences between Apple and Google has always been Google Android devices, you could customize things the way you wanted it. You could control how your software looks, how it feels, how it works. And that's always been Google's upper hand. Okay, so, but what's going on now is, um, with the launch of iOS 14, iPhone and iPad owners are now suddenly discovering that they can make their phones and tablets look and feel different, instead of being the stock way it goes. Like, you can move icons around, but this is what you get, right? So, if you hit Twitter, and you can search for hashtags iOS 14 or hashtag iOS 14 home screen, You'll get all kinds of examples of themed layouts and see what other people are doing. Okay. Um, so also TikTok and YouTube, people are showing off their custom screens. I mean, it's it's like all the rage and it only dropped like a week ago. Uh, so there's a lot of different things you can do with it. Um uh, apparently, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm like checking this out as I go. There's just so many links. I'm like blinded by all these blue links. Apparently, one customization on the iOS 14 makes your iOS look like iOS 6. I can't even remember what iOS 6 looks like. Um, so, but why are they doing it now? Well, it's because iOS 14, they gave you the option to add widgets to the home screen. Usually widgets, which are things that are used to add quick access functionality to your home screen, you weren't able to do that. And these are things that would let you see information about reminders and weather, weather counter appointments. And now you can do that. And you can use them to display any image of your choice. And this has made users turn them into picture frames, uh, put them on digital rooms. And if you have the right app, you can customize the appearance of your default widgets as well. Like, you know how in Windows you can go out and get desktop icons that you know, people would make customized icons for your regular Windows icons, like your recycle bin. Well, you don't want that trash can. Look what we can do. Look at this theme here. Look at that badass trash can. So, um, so two apps I want to mention, okay, that you could go out and get. Uh, I just okay. One of them is called Widget Smith, okay. And when you download that, you can uh, use it to create a widget size of your choice. You can customize the default iOS widgets like the clock or the calendar, and use different fonts and colors. You can create a widget that will show a static image. 
Okay, and then you can head to the home screen, long press, bring up the customization options, cluck, you know, and you're on your way. You can also download Apple's Shortcuts app, and once you got that, you can open it up, click the plus sign in the top right, and you create a new app. And then you can also customize that to your home screen. So there's all kinds of things that you can do with this new iOS 14. I listen. Like some people say, listen, I only, I haven't even been past the tip of the iceberg. I haven't even dove into the water yet. I haven't even left the diving board. So I'm talking to you about this from posts that I've picked up along the way on Twitter and some blogs. I have not myself done it, uh, but people are seriously excited about the possibilities of what the new iOS 14 is bringing to the table. And I think they're giving Google a run for their money. You know, recently Google hooked up with Microsoft and redesigned Microsoft Edge on the Chromium browser platform. And now Edge works a lot like Chrome and it's starting to gain some things. So I guess iOS said, you know what, we better start doing something. So we don't look so stale, and they have been. I mean, the way your iPhone and iPad operated has been pretty much the same for many, many years. And so now they're getting in there saying, well, we better do something. And they have, and they are. And I can only imagine from what I'm reading now as to where it will go from here with future iOS updates. We shall see because the lovely Sharon and I are Apple product people. So take that, Android. <laughs> and with that, that's going to bring me to the close. That's one last thing. I'm sorry, I'm supposed to say. And that's one last thing. That also brings us to the end of the podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. Do not forget that we are on Amazon Music now. So we are definitely doing our very best to keep up with all the places that you can get podcasts. We want to be there. If you can get a podcast on the, on a, on a network, we want to be on that network. So find us on Amazon Music and give a listen. We've had an instant amount of love on Amazon Music, so I thank everybody on Amazon Music that's listening to this for our first week of uh, quite a bit of downloads. So uh, remember, we're at www.jmtalk.net. Stop by, subscribe to the podcast, listen to the podcast, check out some links and news and other things and things like that. And drop us a line. We're on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So for the lovely Sharon and myself, and myself, for the lovely Sharon, I'm Joel Mahalik saying thanks for listening and we'll catch you the next time. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 